0: Get out the insurance cards, get out the co pays. The office is open, my friends, as this video is brought to you by drrodo.com. And welcome into the week 12 edition of the Consistently Cashing Podcast here at drrodo.com. As always, I am Colby Conway at Colby R. Conway on Twitter. And with me, as always, Ron Rigney at the real Ma Day on Twitter. So
1: Ron, happy Thanksgiving. How's the weekend been? And how excited are you for Sunday? Um, happy Thanksgiving to you as well. Hope you and, and the listeners out there enjoyed yesterday. And and the football didn't end up being too terribly trashy, which I was afraid of, except, well, at least your early games were pretty good. Your your game last night was kind of a snooze fest. But at that point, you probably loaded up on everything you've eaten throughout the day and you could probably use a nap anyway. So what what better way? to get put to sleep than by watching that New Orleans offense.
0: Yeah. Oof. Um, I just saw too that Deontay Harris is probably going to he's going to appeal a three game suspension for DUI, but sounds like he'll be missing a couple games. So an already thin offense will get thinner unless Alvin Kamara or Mark Ingram can return, which they probably should, but it's going to be a depleted wide receiver course. Hopefully you have Traquan Smith, because at this point he seems like he might be the only one with a pulse that they will Mm -hmm. trust in throwing the ball too. But fortunately, we don't have to worry about the Saints offense for this Sunday slate. And honestly, that makes me very happy because that offense is anemic. It's not very exciting. And why do we need the Saints offense when we have exciting games this weekend, like the Falcons and Jaguars and the Jets and Texans? Like there's big time games with teams with easily losing records. So it'll it'll be a very fun slate. We also do have some high profile matches, which we're gonna get into here in a bit. But it should be a very, very fun Week 12 slate on Sunday. So, Ron, we'll go ahead and kick off with our normal topics. I'll let you go ahead first with the game or games that you are targeting for the Sunday slate.
1: Yeah, there's a couple here, but I think the first one I'm going to go with is that Tampa Bay-Indianapolis game. And the total on it sitting right now at 52.5 points. You're going to see a couple of these guys in the lineups in the article. We've got Gronk on back on the DFS slate. He's super cheap for, for what he can bring to the table. We know how good Jonathan Taylor's been the last couple of weeks, and especially against Buffalo last week when he wasn't really supposed to do much. I think he, that him and that offensive line have kind of got to the point where they're a must start just about every week. It's hard to pay that price, though, at 9100 but I think with some of the other mid-priced options, you can do it this week. I like Tom Brady. I like the Tampa Bay receivers, obviously, and I like Michael Pittman on the other side. I don't know how much I like Carson Wentz at this point. I think it all comes down to if they can get that running game going. You know, we If you look at that box score from last week and you didn't, really know what Carson Wentz did. Obviously, Jonathan Taylor handled the touchdowns, but Carson Wentz really didn't do a whole lot. He he didn't have to, and I think if they can get the running game going like that again and play some defense against that Tampa offense, which is going to be tough, Carson Wentz might have a quiet day, but if that running game kind of sputters a little bit, they may need him to step up. So, I mean, he could be maybe a shot in the dark as far as maybe in a a, uh, GPP. I don't think he's necessarily a cash game play, but I think there's a ton of cash game plays on both sides of the ball in this game.
0: Yep, absolutely. I think that'll be an interesting game, to say the least. Another game that I'm going to be targeting, I think, have a lot in is the Rams-Packers. It's going to be cold there, yes, but I believe that there should be enough points scored to kind of offset it. There is a lot of high-profile names in this game, Matthew Stafford, Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams, Cooper Cup. However, there's some pretty good value. Odell Beckham is pretty cheap. He's got another week or two to understand the playbook, so we should see him deployed in a more – Typical wide receiver two fashion. I think Van Jefferson is going to be well in play. I mean, God forbid the Packers jump out to an early lead and Rams have to go no huddle again. Van Jefferson will ultimately serve as the wide receiver two for them. If we don't see Aaron Jones, A.J. Dillon will be another value running back that you can go with, but that should be a game that should see a lot. Now, I have one more just because it's a little less stud-filled with prices, but I like the Vikings 49ers game. Both quarterbacks are cheap and in good Mm -hmm. matchups. Eli Mitchell should return, hopefully, and that would give him a great matchup. And if not, Jeff or uh, Jeff Wilson Jr. is in a good spot against the Minnesota run defense. Justin Jefferson is going to be just fine against San Francisco. I like Debo Samuel and Brandon Ayuk. So I think that'll be another interesting game, to say the least. On the other hand, there's going to be some clunkers. you all know it. Ron, what's a game that you're just not touching this week?
1: I, this Carolina-Miami game, I've tried to find every which way to like something about this matchup as far as for DFS, and I just cannot do it. I don't see, you know, we, we talked about that Miami defense picking it up the last few weeks. Carolina defense has been stout all year. It's just, uh, the, the one thing I might go with in this game, and I did look at that, the one thing I liked the most was Cam Newton, I, and and I, and I put Cam Newton in our honorable mentions this week. I think if you're looking to pay down a little bit at quarterback, although considering what you may or may not get I think he is a little bit of a higher priced option than some of the guys out there but he's by far my favorite play in this game of course in, in seasonal leagues you're throwing Christian McCaffrey out there no matter what but just not a lot on either side of the ball outside of cam Newton that I that I would really want to go with in this game it's only sitting at a 44 point total not really sure you know we saw the Dolphins add Philip Lindsay that adds an, you know another layer to that already crowded backfield which you know as much as we want to get miles Gaskin going those of us that own him I think that's only going to make things a little bit worse. I don't know if Philip Lindsay will be in there playing this week, but he's going to be somebody down the stretch that's going to be back there taking some carries away from Miles Gaskin. Other than that, the Cam Newton play—I don't really see myself having a whole lot in this game.
0: Absolutely, that was the one that I was probably leaning to as well. Other than who, other than that game, if I have to look at it here. I don't know. I think actually that's, I think that's the one I would go. The other one would probably be Titans Patriots just because I don't, I really want to play Dontrell Hilliard. I just really want uh, Jeremy McNichols to not play and to get any sort of confirmation that Hilliard's not just going to be the change of pace back and let, you know, Deonta Foreman basically run the show. So Hilliard would be the main guy that I'm considering there. Maybe you can look at the new England Patriots wide receivers. I think there could be a play there. Um, I think we might talk about that a little bit later, but outside of that, those are the only really two pieces that I'm considering in that game. But what we do have, and what we always do here on the podcast, since we picked it up a few weeks into the season, is the Voltron lineup. So basically what we do, we went back to DraftKings this week, and I took the majority. So basically this is a lineup that you're only going to see here in the Consistently and podcast. So if you check out the Consistently Cash article at DrRoto.com, this isn't Mentioned there, you will not see it there. So you'll only get it here in the podcast. So I'll go ahead and kick it off with our quarterback for the Voltron Live, and it's going to be Kirk Cousins. He's very cheap on DraftKings, coming in at just sixty three hundred. And when you look, it is a very, very good matchup for the <clears throat> for the veteran quarterback. Excuse me. When you look at quarterbacks of late, especially against San Francisco over the last four weeks of the season. San Fran, sure, maybe they're only about league average, but overall, for the entire 2021 season, they are in the bottom third of fantasy points, allowed to opposing quarterbacks. Kirk Cousins has been very good of late. Justin Jefferson should absolutely destroy the San Francisco defense. I like Kirk Cousins to have maybe not quite a repeat of what he did last week, but right around 300 yards and at least two scores, I think, as well in play. So 6,300 I will go ahead and take Kirk Cousins and, and drop down from some of the higher tier quarterbacks, but still get potential higher tier production. Ron, I'll let you go ahead here with our running back. and It's, it's hard to deny this guy, to say the least.
1: Yeah, and, and and I went back and forth on this a lot. But, you know, the thing we're dealing with with this slate is we've got we had three games yesterday. We, of course, we've got, you know, teams on buys. We've got, you know, Sunday night game, Monday night game. So we, we've got a lot out at, that we're not dealing with this week as far as names. You know, the Chiefs are on by. And so. It, to me, this was one of the hardest slates we've had to try to put together by far. But I think that I, I feel most comfortable about all the lineups that I built building around expensive running backs, and I'm going with Jonathan Taylor. Obviously, they're going against the Bucs. The Bucs have allowed the least amount of rushing yards in the NFL this season. But also, it's, it's a little bit misleading because they've had the least amount of rushing attempts against them this season as well. And I think that speaks to a couple of things. I think it speaks to a secondary that's a little bit vulnerable, especially the beginning of the season when it was banged up. Also, teams are going to have to try to catch up with that Buccaneers offense, but I think that Indy is going to try to come in. They're at home. They're going to try to get the you know bring the Bucks are coming in there. They're going to try to play their game. They're going to try to run the football. We know that that's what they want to do. I uh, I think that they're going to be able to get it done. I don't know if you're going to see another five touchdown performance out of Jonathan Taylor, but I think that with the receivers that we have with the quarter, you know, Kirk Cousins sitting at 6,300, that's a that's a steal. I think for this week, I think you're you're able to build a lineup that you feel pretty decent about and still be able to cough up that $9,100. So it wouldn't shock me if he gets in the end zone a couple of times. I don't know if we see, you know, gaudy yardage totals, but I think that they're able to get the run game going to a point where they're going to be able to have that game flow kind of be what they want it to be. The defense has played well. The defense, I think they, they, I don't know, I'm not sure after yesterday's game, but I know heading into this week, Indy led in turnover differential. I think they were like plus 15, something like that. So it's going to be a fun game to watch, but I think that Indy's going to be able to get that running game going to a point where they can get the game flow in something that they feel comfortable with as long as that defense shows up.
0: Absolutely, and honestly, it's just hard to fade Jonathan Taylor at this point regardless of matchup. Um, now, a running back who is arguably in a better matchup, albeit definitely less upside in a lower floor, is James Robinson going up against Atlanta, 6,200 On DraftKings and running backs against Atlanta has been quite lucrative, to say the least. When you look over the last four weeks, Atlanta's allowed the fifth most fantasy points per game to opposing running backs. And in that four week span, they have allowed four touchdowns, specifically on the ground. Only the Jets and Browns have allowed more rushing yards. And when you look at receiving yards to the running back position as well, only the Seahawks, Giants, Bengals, and Patriots have allowed more receiving yards to running backs over the last four weeks. I said it on the Monkey Knife Fight podcast here at DrRoto.com. And yes, grammatically, it's not correct, but statistically and objectively, it is correct. The Jacksonville Jaguars offense is bad, but it is less bad when they put it on the back of James Robinson and let him shoulder the load. Let Trevor Lawrence turn around, hand it off to Robinson, throw it to Robinson. Let the offense flow through James Robinson and that offense looks closer to competent to say the least so for me i'll take james robinson there as our rb2 this week we have to go a little bit cheap at receiver so ron i will go ahead and let you take the two receivers that you input here before i go ahead and put in um hopefully who will be our wide receiver one this week
1: so you know like i said you're paying up for for guys like jonathan taylor another guy I like obviously is Najee harris this week but you got to pay down somewhere and so with these wide receivers, that's what we decided to do. And so the first guy I went with was Kendrick Bourne for New England. And it's, it's tough to find guys, like I said, that you're paying down for that, that have that upside. I think he's one of them. Like I said, he's 4,900 on DraftKings, 5,800 on FanDuel. Patriots get the Titans who've given up 2,200 yards to wide receivers and 14 touchdowns. I know that, you know, it's, it's the Patriots and they kind of pick what they want to do on offense and they kind of stick with that if it's the tight ends or if it's the running game, whatever they feel like they're going to have the most success with, obviously. I think this week, you know, we've been, we've been impressed with what we've seen with Mac Jones. I think Mac Jones is kind of building that rapport with all those offensive weapons. And, and Kendrick Borden's been kind of a sneaky play for me every week in my flex spot in, in a couple of my yearly leagues. And I really like this matchup that, that, that they've got. It's, I think it's going to be a little bit tougher for them to run the ball but I think they're going to have their opportunities in the passing game and I think that they're going to be able to get Kendrick Bourne some opportunities. The other guy that I went with one of your boys here and I think this is you know this Texans Jets matchup has some interesting plays in it. Uh, obviously on that Houston offense as well. I think you'll you'll see some of those guys in the in the article this week, but I went with Brandon Cooks for 5800 bucks. The, the Jets have allowed you know, just about everything. The last few weeks, they've they've they started out solid against the pass, but now over the last three weeks, they're allowing the most fantasy points to the position. They've allowed three uh, receiving touchdowns to to wideouts. And Brandon Cooks, we know he's a target machine. We know he's a target monster. Tyrod Taylor's back in there. That offense is going to be able to pick it up a little bit. And I think you see Brandon Cooks get targeted early, targeted often. And for that fifty eight hundred bucks, I think you're going to get a lot of value for that return.
0: Absolutely, and. For me, the receiver that I went ahead and picked for our team was Deontay Johnson, and the reason for that is he's just been incredibly consistent. When you look at his numbers on DraftKings this season, I want to give you the exact numbers here. So as I pull this up, but for Deontay Johnson this year, he's obviously missed a couple games with injuries, but in games that he's played on DraftKings, fourteen. These are all these are all reded down. Um, just for the record. 14, 22, 24, 15, 18, 15, 11, 14, 26. His 11.7 points back in week nine was his lowest mark of the season. Now he's 6,600 this week. So his basically what we've seen his floor to be this year is just a little bit under two times his salary. So no reason to believe he can't do more. His average for the year on DraftKings is 18 a game, 6,600 on DraftKings, basically about two and a half times. Uh, return on investment for his season average so he's been as consistent as they come he missed the game against Cincy earlier this year I believe so we haven't seen there but this game could be a sneaky shootout when you look back in week three when the Steelers did play the Cincinnati Bengals Ben attempted 58 passes that game now they lost 24 to 10 I get that so the game script was there he attempted 58 passes Now, again, it only resulted in 318 yards. So take with that what you will. But Deontay Johnson should be in line for quite a day, and he's just been as rock-solid consistent as they come. Looking back at the Voltron lineup here, I guess I have the tight end. On FanDuel, it's tough to justify Rob Gronkowski. He's only $100 cheaper. I think it's $100 cheaper than Kyle Pitts, and I really like Kyle Pitts this week. However, when you go over to DraftKings, you go to the tight end position, you're taking a look there. You see Kyle Pitts at 6,100. Gronk is only 4,400 on DraftKings. He is the easy play this week at tight end on DraftKings. Last week he returned and he saw eight targets. And this year in games that he, you know, early in the year, week one, 29 points, week two, 19 points, week three, nine points. And then obviously last week, 13 points. He's in a good matchup against your Indianapolis defense. They've been. I don't don't know if generous is quite to the extent of the right word, but when you look, Gronk is 80% consistent on the year. The Colts have allowed the fourth most fantasy points per game to tight ends over the last four weeks. And what's very interesting, and uh, Ron, this might kind of pain you to say the least, in Indy's last four games, the tight ends that they have faced are not exactly household names but there's been some decent production. Jeff Swain went for 23 yards and a touchdown. Ryan Griffin went for 28 yards and a touchdown. Tyler Croft had 38 receiving yards. Dan Arnold had 67 yards. Dawson Knox had 80 receiving yards. And in Gronk's four clutch games this season, he does have at least four catches in each game and eight targets in three of those contests. So it's going to be Rob Gronkowski as our tight end. And at defense, it's not really a homer pick. On FanDuel, the Houston Texans defense is one of the most expensive Defenses, which is quite odd, then you come over to DraftKings, and only the Jacksonville Jaguars are cheaper. Houston Texans, at the very least this season, they've shown that they can produce a turnover here and there. Zach Wilson is back for the Jets, and he is also prone for a turnover or two, so you're not going to gain much separation with the Houston Texans defense. I believe they're going to be probably the highest owned defense on DraftKings, given the matchup and the price, but a defense... At twenty three hundred dollars with multiple turnover potential, you don't find that often at this cheaper price point. So for me, we're going with the Texans defense there. So that wraps up the Voltron line of Kirk Cousins, James Robinson, Jonathan Taylor, Kendrick Bourne, Brandon Cooks, Deontay Johnson, Rob Gronkowski, and the Houston Texans defense. Wait a minute, wait a minute. We got it. We, we got Yep. Let's say we got a flex in there. Your screenshot does not do it any justice because it covers it. And I was, I was gonna say we're missing something because I knew I didn't wrap it up there, but I guess if there's going to be a tight end other than Gronk
1: and maybe even Kyle Pitts, Ron, who is the tight end there? At our well, base? as as you know, if you listen to the Consistency Show, you listen to this. You know that one thing I've fallen in love with the last couple of years in DFS and in seasonal is is flexing out a tight end. And when you're looking through the dregs of of adding flex plays, whether it be on this site or whether it be on FanDuel or whether it be just in seasonal, it makes sense to me to go with one of the, the the guys that's better at his position other than going with like a fourth or fifth string wide receiver that might get one catch for 50 yards and a touchdown. So Pat Fryermuth is who we're going with this week. And if you look at overall in the season, you know, you talked about that Bengals defense. You, you know, you talked about Big Ben, Deontay Johnson. I, I Like I said, I like Najee Harris in this game as well. If you look at this overall season, the Bengals have been decent against the tight end, but the last five weeks, they have allowed the second-most fantasy points in the league. They've allowed three touchdowns and 300 yards over that span. Pat Fryermuth has kind of shown out a little bit. He's, he's one of Big Ben's favorite targets in the red zone, or, and he caught a touchdown last week. Didn't have a big yardage total, but he, I think he went 23 yards and a score. That's enough to get you a clutch game. He's posted quite a few of those. And at 4300 bucks, yet again, we're looking for those, those Black Friday bargains. And, and you highlighted something that I was going to highlight here at the end. that On, on DraftKings, bargains abound in, in these lineups. And I noticed that right off the bat, I don't know if I've ever seen a disparage between the two sites like this price wise. So you can really find some nice bargains over at DraftKings to build these cash lineups this week, but we're going to go with Pat Frymuth, that flex for 4,300 over on DraftKings,
0: And that rounds out the Voltron lineup this week. So we'll go back through it with the addition of the individual, the second title that I forgot there. So Kirk Cousins, James Robinson, Jonathan Taylor, Kendrick Bourne, Brandon cooks, Deontay Johnson, Rob Gronkowski, Pat, Fryer move and the houston texans defense so that rounds out our look at week 12 before we wrap it up and put a bow on this episode ron any party shots and let everyone know where they can find you in the twitter sphere and wherever else you feel inclined to share
1: oh you find me at the real my day on twitter and check out the week 12 start sit if you got some uh some choices you need to make i've, I've made some for you over there Uh, You might even see a couple of the guys that we're going with in these lineups over there in that article. So check that out and check out everything else over at DrRoto.com. Our guy Chris Emmerich crushing it again in DFS last night, sent a screenshot to the rest of us winning winning big time cash on, on Thanksgiving Day. So check out everything we got going on there. Check out Monkey Knife Fight. Check out you know, everything, check out all of our, 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 uh, wrap up stuff too. You know, when we, when that game gets done on Monday night, we've got podcasts immediately coming out that night, wrapping it up for you, letting you know what happened. And then Tuesday, we're already looking to next week. So make sure you come over there and check us out at drroto.com.
0: Absolutely. And for me, you can find me on Twitter at Colby R Conway and obviously on drroto.com with the monthly night fight podcast consistently cash an article and podcast and make sure you do go check out the consistently cash an article both of our FanDuel and DraftKings lineups are featured in there as well as some write-ups overall for some guys that you should be interested in some honorable mentions maybe they didn't get a full write-up but they should still be on your radar for the week 12 slate but we'll go ahead and wrap it up put a bell on this episode and head in to Sunday for week 12 so best of luck and as always stay consistent